This is the Marriage Bites Podcast, episode 68, How to Avoid Family Drama During the Holidays, part four. Hey guys, how's your holidays going? How's the marital bliss going during the holidays? Have our past three episodes of this series helped you at all? We would love to hear your feedback. Hopefully you guys are so figured out that you're like, you don't even need us anymore. Yeah, totally. So we have part four of our series on how to avoid family drama during the holidays. Right. But before we get to that, you got to ask yourself, have you got your Christmas shopping done? Have you got the food that you need for the holidays? I mean, Christmas is in a few days. So if you haven't got your act together, you best get moving. Or not. I mean, Christmas comes and goes no matter what else happens. Right. But if you want to do these things, best get moving. So just a reminder. Well, here we are. Episode four. This has been a lot of fun. This is really good information. Uh, Hopefully everyone's being able to use it. Mm -hmm. Let's get into the the nitty gritty of this. Okay. So we have been talking about how to avoid holiday drama. But the thing is, sometimes other people bring the drama. Sometimes the drama happens. So if it's already happening, if you're already in it, what do you do? That's what we're talking about today. Turn tail and run. Well, yeah, actually, leaving the whole thing is an option. Just saying, you know what? This is not for me. This is not fun anymore. This is not the way I want to spend my holidays. I'm gathering myself and I'm going home. Hitting the road. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, I mean, that is a legit option. It is. But if that's not the option you want to take, then what? I don't know. I guess suffer through it. (laughs) (laughs) Well... That's not exactly what I had in mind. It's not. That would just cause resentment and anger. But I think what's important here is patience. Oh, I don't know anyone that loves patience. Because patience is much better than the alternative to me. Hmm. I mean, it's not always easy. The more of this work that I've done for myself, the way easier being patient has become for me. So there's that. But sometimes when somebody is snappy... At you or at somebody else, you know, when somebody starts kind of stirring up drama. um, It's important to remind yourself that they're probably stressed. There's probably a lot going on. They might be tired. They may not have gotten the sleep that they need. And if it feels like it's out of character for them, like if this person is usually very kind and sweet and now they're snapping, remember, this is not them. This is their stress talking. This is their overwhelm talking. And to have some patience with that, not that you have to just take it, but to say, I'm going to be patient with this and I'm going to respond in a kind way, as kind as I can, rather than become reactive and return snippiness or rudeness to them. It gives you the opportunity to become curious as to why they're being snappy. And sometimes once you figure that out, you understand the context of it, you can have more grace for them and their snappiness. It makes it so much easier. it, It is so much easier. Now, you may still want to walk away, Mm -hmm. but I think understanding goes a long ways. Because when you are angry and you're being the way you are, Mm -hmm. you want people to understand your point of view. You want them to understand you and not be impatient with you. It's interesting that sometimes people are like, there's a name for this. And I can't remember the name for this concept, but it's like when I do something mean, I can make excuses for myself. When somebody else does something mean, then they're just a jerk. Oh, there's a name for it. Esther Perel talked about it in one of her podcasts I listened to recently. And I don't remember the name of this concept, but it's basically that like when somebody else does something mean, it's because 
they're just a bad person. But when I do something mean, it's because, well, I was tired and I was stressed and I can understand why I was being mean. Like, I should be forgiven. You justified in it. But I'm not forgiving somebody else. It's really good to be able to turn that around and say, oh, why are they angry right now? Is there something else going on beneath the surface that I don't really see that is causing them to be that way? And then it helps you to be a little bit more compassionate. And again, you can still have boundaries, but you're not going to do it in like this mean, angry way. Right. It takes the angry and it tones it down to where it's much more neutral. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another aspect of this is let them be wrong. So... The classic family fight that happens at the Christmas party is when somebody brings up politics. Or sports. Or sports or anything. It's usually those two. Yeah. So anything that like people have strong feelings and disagreements about these kinds of topics, somebody brings it up and then they end up just fighting about it because not everybody knows how to discuss politics or sports or whatever. Right. You You end up thinking they're wrong. They're stupid. How could you not Uh see this? Being judgmental about it. Right. But sometimes the fix for this is to just let them be wrong. If somebody has particular political views of their favorite team or whatever you're arguing about, it's okay to say, okay, I see that's the way you feel about it. And say no more, you know? but, But they win then. Sure, let them win. Is it worth ruining your family party over? Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe. (laughs) I mean, maybe. (laughs) No, it's a really good point is that yeah, just let them be wrong in your mind. And, you know, they might be right, but you don't have to agree with them, but you don't have to fight either. And honestly, there are people who bring up these controversial topics on purpose because they like to stir up drama. And if you respond to them by returning the drama and, and escalating, you're actually giving them a little bit of dopamine in their brain that is going to reinforce this behavior. So it's going to make them want to continue this kind of behavior because they get a little a little bit of pleasure from it, I guess. Right, but sometimes it's... I have to take a deep breath and just sometimes you got to walk away from that. Sometimes, like I said, sometimes you have to try to understand where they're coming from. Sometimes when you've heard it over and over again for years, sometimes it's okay just to walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes when people are seeking validation, you just validate them. You don't have to call them out and say, well, you're wrong about this or that or whatever. Like you don't have to say, well, actually. <laughs> well, you, well, you don't have to validate them. You can just not participate in their their activities or mm-hmm. what they're saying. You don't have to participate. Yeah. I mean, people you can say, just say nothing, believe it or not. You can. I mean, people say inflammatory things and you can just not say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can go into another room and play Uno with the, you know, the kids or something. Uh-huh. You can speak your mind. You can speak your opinions in a kind, calm way. You can say, well, I see it differently. And saying, I see it differently is a lot different than saying, well, you're wrong and you're stupid and I hate you and you're the worst. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So just saying, you know, I kind of see it a different way or there's another perspective that you could have about that and you can say what you think without making more drama. And something you said a minute ago uh, reminded me of this. Um, you said, sometimes I just have to take a deep breath and it's amazing what deep breaths does for regulating your nervous system. So if somebody is saying something that really is like, you can feel yourself getting a little bit reactive, you can take deep breaths. There's lots of things that you can do right there in the moment that help keep yourself calm. You can remind yourself the things like we've said. I can be patient. I can be compassionate. I can be curious about what's going on there. Right. But taking deep breaths is an amazing way to just help your body Stay calm enough that you don't go into reactivity mode. 
and it's really easy and you can do it anywhere and it's free, you know? It doesn't bring more calories. I Because when you were saying that, I thought I could go get a piece of pie, but... And then you're maybe just eating your feelings away. That yeah, may not be the best way to handle it. I mean, it's not wrong. I mean, if it's pumpkin pie, then maybe that's okay. Pumpkin or apple pie, Because yeah. pumpkin's good for you, right? So... Yeah, it... <laughs> Believe it or not, pumpkin is a superfood. Well, yeah. And and therefore, when it's in a pie, I it's mean, a superfood pie. Right. So there's I mean, so maybe the there experts, are exceptions. Okay, we are not experts in nutrition. Just saying, you make your own choices about what pie you're going to eat. I actually <laughs> or not eat. I actually have a degree in superfoods. Okay. <laughs> Self-taught, all my own research. Okay. Um, I'm a self-made PhD. Did you print it out from the internet? No, I didn't. I used crayons. <laughs> made it myself. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You're so weird. Yeah. Well, you know. So. You have uh, a lot of practice, you know, with this avoiding drama. You have to be patient <laughs> and you have to set boundaries and all this stuff. Why do you think I'm so good at talking about this? Because I've had a lot of practice <laughs> over the past two decades. a lot of experience. Decades. Right. So, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Yeah. Patience curiosity and compassion and letting them be wrong sometimes that is all that's needed to keep a current situation from escalating to just kind of keep it down now we know you're not going to be perfect at this at first but practice it Mm -hmm. you will get better as time goes on so these are just good reminders and do your best Mm -hmm. and you don't have to wait till the holidays next year to practice this these things obviously can apply year-round not only during the holidays, but yeah. They sure can. Well, I think that's all we have for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, tune in to us next week for part five. And and we hope you have a very Merry Christmas or yeah. happy whatever holiday you celebrate. Yeah. Maybe you celebrate Festivus. Yes. You could. <laughs> well, hey, y'all live long and prosper, okay? Have a good night. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap for this episode of the Marriage Bites Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend. Do you feel like the fun and adventure you used to have has been crowded out by work, kids, and just life in general? I have put together 24 super fun date night ideas that will have you laughing and connecting in 20 minutes or less. So head over to andalynprice.com to get a whole bunch of easy and free date ideas. You'll be amazed at how a little bit of play can have you laughing and connecting in no Babysitter not required. I was going to say something. I was going to say you can always send packages to me. I will always accept them. Oh, unless Thank they're you. package bombs. <laughs> we don't accept those. I don't know. It might be kind of interesting. Oh, there, there was something I was going to say. I lost it. If it comes back to me, I'll say it, I guess. It flirted away. What do you want to do after this? There's several human design videos I haven't watched. Strip poker? No. Watching human design videos. That's what I want to do. Finish reading brain spotting. All right. If it's only up to me, that's what we're doing tonight. But it's not only up to me, is it? All right. All right.